The year is 1092. Saravel, the capital city of Mithron, stretches up the face of a mountain like vines. The forest of Eli hugs the base of the Ducian mountain range and reaches up through the city of Saravel, giving the bottom half of this municipality a natural fill. This being the capital city of Mithron and Mithron having a strong grip on the creation of magical artifacts and devices, ambassadors and diplomats from other nations often come here to make bargains and pleas to the king of Mithron. These other nations are always looking for ways to boost their grasp over their lands as leaders. Some nations even reach out for custom creations for special, secretive projects. And that's the reason our three peculiar dwarves are here in the city. And what they were not meant to do is exactly what they did. Unfortunately for them, they don't remember anything. We find our dwarves in a quiet, muffled, damp stone chamber, all three of them sleeping on the bare stone, completely naked. Moy, Lanny, and Swirly, you had a very drunken night. Thinking back, you can't remember anything that happened. You don't even know where you are, what city you're in, why are you here? It has all completely left your mind. Now, you know you are three dwarves from the northernmost land of Calandria, but this chamber you're in is warm, so you know it isn't one of the snowy dwarven towns in Calandria. But let's go ahead and wake one of you up. The three of you give me constitution checks. The one with the highest wakes up. Twelve. Four plus three, so seven. Yeah, I got five. Three plus two. Swirly, when you wake up, the first thing you notice is the room is a cube, and the dimensions are 15 by 15 by 15 feet. The three of you are sleeping on the far wall from the only door in the room. It is a wooden door that is closed, and there is a small opening about six feet up the door. It has three metal vertical bars across it. You notice that your two friends are snoring, but not making any sound. This is odd because you can hear things. You can hear the dripping of water, the muttering of voices in the distance, and the crackling of fire on torches in the hallway. And then you realize that all the sounds are coming from the outside of the room. There is no door handle on the door. The only hole in the door is the one with the vertical bars across it. It has enough of a gap between the bars for you to get your hand through, you think, but not your whole arm. What is your character going to do in this situation? You're the only one awake. Yeah, I'm going to wake up my friends. All right. How are you going to wake them up? I'm going to kick the shit out of Moy. You're going to kick my naked body with your naked body? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was naked. All right. So, yes. Moy, you wake up to a swift kick to your abdomen. I uh, look like I am in pain. Both from the kick to my abdomen, and also then from something inside my brain. Now I wish to return the kick. <laughs> uh, give me a dexterity saving throw, Swirly, and give me a melee attack, Moy. Thirteen. That's a one. Like What's a, your a crit miss one? A, a crit, crit miss, miss one. <laughs> Uh, you just, Moy, you just kind of do like a really weird spasm and you see a kick coming towards you, but doesn't reach you all the way, Swirly. I then kick Lanny. Lanny, you're woken up with a kick to your abdomen. I want to roll over and start violently cursing. You notice that no sound is coming from your vocal cords. I look puzzled and stare at Swirly and continue to cuss. <laughs> at this point, can I stand up and then also kick Lanny? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you can, give, All me, right. give me a melee attack. 
<laughs> Give me a dexterity save, Lanny. Nine plus five, so I'm at 14. 14. Yeah, he beat me. I got 10. All right, Lanny, you take one hit point <laughs> of damage because he's not proficient with unarmed attacks. He only does one damage on a successful hit. I continue to violently curse, but I want to start crawling away. <laughs> can I can I mage hand slap him? <laughs> While I'm cursing, can uh, I try ma- to cast mage hand? Or you don't have to roll anything. You try to uh, cast mage hand to slap him, and you notice the mage hand doesn't occur because you can't do a verbal command with your spell. Oh, okay, that's right. I still haven't figured that out because I'm still cursing. Do I do I see this that uh, he tries to mage hand slap me? Uh, give me a. Uh, Give me an insight check. Eight. You do not know that he tried to slap you with a mage hand. Okay, I'm going to hold my hands up to my ears and look at both of them and shrug. Uh, I'm going to look at him and point to my naked butt. (laughs) (laughs) I like how this is descriptive charades. (laughs) I've crawled to the corner and I'm just glaring at both of them because I have no idea what's going on. And I'm continuing to curse and not realizing that they can't hear me or nor I'm nor caring. I mean, you don't even hear your own voice. Right. At this point, I think I'm just hung over and pissed. <laughs> okay, I'm going to run over and kick the door. All right. So you run over and you kick the wooden door. You do not hear a thump. Uh, you do see the wooden door shake a little bit, but it doesn't seem like it's budging at all, really. And nobody comes to the other side of it? Nope. Can I see anybody through the... Uh, it's six foot high. You're a four foot tall dwarf. So you're going to have to uh, try and figure out a way to look through the hole. Okay. I want to point at Moy and my naked butt and then his shoulders. Uh, I understand what he's saying. I'm not happy about it. But at the same time, I want to get out of this room. So I run over and like kind of hunker down so he can climb up on top of my shoulders. I make the I make the look that to please don't put your junk on my back as you're climbing up me. I want to take this time <laughs> to stand up and dust myself off and while their backs are turned to me, I want to push them over. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so uh, let's do an acrobatics check from you. <laughs> um Swirly, 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 give me an acrobatics check. 18. So you successfully climb onto the back of Moy. I'm still trying to catch which one's which because I know y'all took them randomly from me. Moy! Your dick does not touch his back or any part of his body, but give me a stealth check, Lanny. Nine plus one, ten. Swirly, uh, you see Lanny rushing over to knock you over, but you're still standing on top of Moy. Do you want to react anyway before? Yes, he... I want to put my left foot in his face. All right, give me another acrobatic check to balance on one foot. <laughs> do I do I notice anything, or you, am I just like you're just down pushed the, up against that door real good? You're down on the ground, basically doggy style. <laughs> Wait. Do I have disadvantage like, because he's sweaty from being hung over? Like no. ass no, open and all? <laughs> this is going to be an editing nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the acrobatics check real quick. For the one. 24. So you balance. Critical. <laughs> you balance on the top of Moy with one foot. <laughs> Putting one foot in the air at Lanny. Lanny, give me a uh, athletics check. 
21. Three points shy of beating him. <laughs> His foot manages to just hit you like right in the chin, and it just puts you back down on the ground. You just go prone, and he stays balanced on top of Moy. I'm still cursing. <laughs> So can I reach the vertical bars where the window is? You now can reach them. You look outside. Wait, I want to put one hand on the vertical bars, and then I want to flip <laughs> Lanny off with my other hand. Can Can I, at this point, notice what's going on? Yes. Okay, and I can I turn over and look at old Lanny and laugh? Yes. <laughs> you uh, try to... <laughs> You try to to put some laughter out, but all you're doing is grinning happily at Lanny. <laughs> How far am I away from Hold Moy? on, Lanny. One second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get this guy. Swirly. Um, you look out the hallway, and across from your door, you see another cell door. And that's really all you can see from this little small hole. I don't see anything left or right. Uh, not... You can see basically like a 20-foot cone, but that cone isn't a lot because it's just a hallway going left and right, so you can't see the ends. Okay, I want to turn around and slide front ways down Moy. <laughs> uh, you feel a sweaty body grease up against your sweaty body and slide down. <laughs> like front ways? Like I'm a slip and slide? Yes. <laughs> Uh, now give me perception checks, all three of you. Ten. Seven. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, lay I'm laying on my back, exposed. <laughs> exposed. All right, so the three of you are locked in this room, not sure what to do next. But I've successfully slid my penis across his face on the way down. You sure the have. Front of <laughs> the, okay. the back of my head, thank you. No, no, I turned around and slid down the front of you. <laughs> I thought... I don't know which way it is. Either way, a dick went against you some way more. There was a dick on me. So is there anything else in this room? Okay. Um, give me an investigation check. 11. So with an 11, you do kind of like look at the stone that's in the room and you find a stone on the right side of the door embedded in the wall that has an arrow lightly scratched into it, pointing to the right. You put your hand on the stone, and it wiggles a little bit like it's a little loose. I, I want to pull it out. Okay. You pull the stone out, and there, you now have like a six-inch by eight-inch brick, basically. Is there anything behind it? No. It's just a hole in the wall. Not like through the hallway, just like a little... It's a cubby hole. It's a, yeah, it's a cubby hole in the wall. Can, from we, where the, can we see everything in the cubby hole, or you yeah, want to stick it's your just, hands in there and get in there? No, you can see it. It's just basically a dirt cubby hole, like mortar. Is there anything to... Can I see anything to the right where it was? No. Pointing? Uh, you'll have to do... Can I, uh, can I inspect it further and try to see if like I can see anything around it or to the right of Swirly, it? Swirly, you start looking to the right where the arrow is pointing. Moy, you kind of look at the hole a little bit further in detail. Nothing is inside of it, or you can't see through it. You fill around. There's nothing in there. No objects or anything. There's nothing in your hole. Yeah, there's nothing that's, in your that's hole. That's a good thing at this point. <laughs> Swirly, you kind of like look at other bricks along the wall, and you start to find more another right arrow on the next wall over. Is there one on the back wall? So you start kind of looking for more arrows, and eventually you get to another right arrow on the back wall, and then on the next wall over, you find one that has a circle on it. So this is to the left of the door? So basically, this one's to the left of the door, yeah, the one with the circle. I want to line them all up around 
landing so that they're all pointing at his butt. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> While he's while he's stacking bricks in that guy's butt, can I look at the inspect the, the brick with a circle on it? Okay, so <laughs> you take the brick with a circle out, and you kind of fill around in there. And what you notice is that while you scrape and like push dirt around, you can hear the scraping. I can hear the scraping. Like my head's not in there. Correct. But I can hear the scraping. Yes, you can hear like the dirt moving around, like the grit of brick. Okay, so obviously so there's some kind of spell that is like encapsulated in this fifteen by fifteen by fifteen room that is keeping us from speaking. Um, and I have a silence spell. Can I do an opposite of a silence spell? You cannot. No. Do I notice that he hears something? Does he react to it? Do you react to it, Moy? Yeah, I, I want to signal everybody else and tell them to come over here and, and listen to me, like, playing in this hole. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Look, guys, I'm you, fucking playing in this hole. Can so you guys hear just this? just kind of, like, hovering over his shoulders, you can hear, like, his fingers scraping against the, the brick in the dirt. Okay. How big is the hole? Could I stick my head in there to see if I can hear myself, like, talking while I get closer to it? So you kind of push him out of the way, like stick your face into it. You can't get your head completely into it, but as you do, you try to speak and you can hear your voice get out. As his face is buried in this big brick wall, I would like to take this time to give him a swift kick in the rear end for pushing me out of the way. Nobody push Moy around. Uh, give me an, a melee attack with uh, with advantage. And then give me a dexterity save with disadvantage. Oh, let's see. 18. I also had 18, but I have disadvantage, and now I have 9. You feel a kick to your rear end. You just kind of fall to your face. You don't take any damage from this kick, but you do just kind of fall onto your face prone from looking at the brick. So my head is in there. He doesn't kick me. My face gets pushed against it. Or well, I'm imagining that your head's kind of tilted to the side and you're bent over a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you just give, he just gives you a kick and you just kind of fall over and go prone. I would like to cast Mage Hand Slap him in the face because <laughs> now I can cast spells. Uh, well, not unless your face is in that brick wall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so while you're on the ground, you try to cast Mage Hand again and it doesn't work. Go ahead and put your, go ahead and put your face back in there and see what happens. <laughs> I start cussing. <laughs> Okay, I want to put the bricks back, but <laughs> I'm going to wave him off on that. No. Turning the arrows so they point a different direction and see if that changes anything. It does not. What we need to do is get out of this silence somehow. So is there anything that anyone knows how to do to end silence? Like maybe there's like a wizard spell or something that can take off the silence. I'm going to point at you and then point at my mouth. And then give you the finger. <laughs> I'm going to return the finger. <laughs> and I'm going to crawl back into the hole. <laughs> but I'm going to stop, reverse, and give him a look. And then I'm going to go back in as close as I can until I can hear myself. Okay, you, could, you stick your face in the hole and you can hear yourself. I guess I'm going to cast a knock on the door. Okay, what's knock do? Uh, choose an object that you can see within range. The object can be a door, a box, a chest, a set of manacles, padlock, or another object that contains a mundane or magical means that prevents it access. He could unlock a door magically. 
when you cast a spell, a loud knock audible from as far away as 300 feet emanates from the target object. <laughs> so I'm going to take a moment to think about this. Okay. He's going to unlock this loud as frick. I'm going to message Moy. All right. Moy, Moy, can you hear me? Oh, man, it's like it's like your voice is in my head. Listen, I can unlock the door, but it's going to make a really loud noise. Well, I don't really want to be here, and I need some clothes. Okay. I cast knock. <laughs> so you cast knock. You see the door kind of go loose and kind of swing into the hallway a little bit, like in, like an inch. But you don't hear the knock. It's a silenced door. But the door opens. The door is open. Do I see them talking but don't hear anything? No, they're talking telepathically. Oh, so. Okay. I'm, I'm going to run out the door. Yeah, I'm also going to run out the door into the hallway and see if my voice works. All right, so you run and push the door open, and you get into the hallway. Yes, and then you speak. Hello? Hello? Yes, your voice works. <laughs> Do you scream hello like that? <laughs> I'm really excited to be speaking. All right, uh, give me perception checks. <laughs> 13. I've got a 7. 3. Swirly, as he goes, hello, hello, you hear the like rustling of armor down the hallway to the left. You look right, and then you look left real quick. On the right side, it's a dead end, and you see eight total doors on this hallway, all designed just like yours. On the left side, the hallway ends and takes a right, like a 90-degree turn right, and the rustling of armor is coming from there. You guys stay here! <laughs> Run down the hallway. Wait, wait, Lanny, where are you going? You run about 40 feet and you get to the corner and you look down the hallway to the right and you see two guards with a with scale mail armor running with short swords. Do they see me? Mm, give me a stealth check. Are they running towards him? Yes. <laughs> Five. Uh, yeah, they see you. They say, hey, you, you wait right there. You're not supposed to be out of your cell. All right, I'm going to run back to the cell. Okay. And I'm going to run past Moy and Lanny, and I'm just going to, fuck, <laughs> run into the room. So you just run back into the cell? Yeah, I don't say a word to them. <laughs> Where are you going? What's happening? I'm going to I'm gonna try to, like, find my clothes. <laughs> I'm looking. Are, are okay. These eight doors are, I'm kind of, can I just kind of check to see if any of them are unlocked? So you go and start pulling and pushing at doors, and as you're doing that, the two guards slide into, like, the vision of you at the corner, and they say, hey, you get back in your cells, and they point their short swords at you. I didn't say anything back because I'm assuming he can't hear me anyway, right? Now that I'm back in the cell. I don't know. We haven't found okay. out. Then I'm going to yell at them, the guards are coming. If you're in the room, they don't hear you. <laughs> um, so give me initiative. All right, Swirly, it's your turn. Yeah, but I have no idea what's going on, right? Yeah, you, I mean, you just went back into the cell, so you can't see the two guards. You just see your two buddies outside the door like, Looking to the left Wait, where the guards are. Did he come outside? Yeah. Uh, I guess I didn't explicitly say that I ran out, but yeah. I'm going to assume you went outside. Um, so you look out the door from where you're at in the room, and you see your buddies, Moy and Lanny, just standing in the door looking to the left at the guards that just appeared, probably. You can delay. I No, I think I'm going to just run. <laughs> We're all still naked, right? Yes. All right. I'm going to run up behind them and grab them and try to pull them both into the room. Okay, give me an athletic shuck, and then the two of you give me athletic shucks if you want to not be pulled into, not the, be room. Pulled into the room. 
Seven. Ten. I have a 13 plus two, 15. Uh, so you reach onto their shoulders and try to grab them, but their sweaty bodies just slide out of your hand like <laughs> a uh, oiled pig. Can I, shimmy? <laughs> Am I, can I shimmy while he does this? Sure. I'm going to uh, shake him off. After Swirly is the first guard who runs and attacks. And we're going to have him attack either Moy or Lanny, depending on my dice roll. Moy it is. Moy, what's your AC? 16. So a 10 does not hit you then. So you dodge this vertical swing of a short sword. And now it is Moy's turn. Well, I guess I'm going to have to fight that some bitch. All right. What would you like to do to attack him? I call upon the wrath of the storm. That's if they hit you. I don't call upon the <laughs> wrath of the storm. I can't do that if they miss me. Mm-mm. All right. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just do the uh, the sacred flame. Okay, so for a dis- for a sacred flame, they have to do a dexterity saving throw. So what's your spell DC at the top of your sheet? 14. Crit miss. So that means on a spell that does, uh, that requires a saving throw like that, we treat those as crits whenever I crit miss on that. So give me a d20 roll. Six. So this will be a normal critical plus four. So what's the damage for Sacred Flame? 1d8. All right. So you'll roll 2d8 plus four. Three. Eight. 11 plus four. So 15 damage? 15 damage. You ignite this guard in nothing but flames. Oh, hell yeah! (laughs) And he is completely soaked from toe to head in flame, and he runs around in circles and just collides into the wall and then falls onto his back, and he's not moving anymore. That's what I'm talking about, boys! Woo! (laughs) Lanny, it's now your turn. (laughs) How far is the remaining guard? 30 feet away from you. I'm going to delay, but I'm going to scream, Hey, man, where's my clothes? (laughs) The guard runs forward, seeing you kill his friend, and tries to attack you, Moy. Any crit misses? (laughs) Yeah, boy, that's what I'm talking about. He comes in and swings at you with a short sword and just falls prone onto his face. You want some of this too, big boy? (laughs) Lanny. It's yeah, because you delayed. You can take your turn now. It's the end of the round. So I guess he's right next to me. Yes, on the ground prone. I want to reach down and grab him by the back of the neck and use shocking grasp. <laughs> All right, you get advantage because he's prone on this melee spell attack. So roll your spell attack with advantage. So that's nine. Nine. Nine twice? Mm-hmm. Did you add the spell attack bonus? The spell attack bonus? Yeah, I got four. I rolled four twice. Okay. Uh, you try to grab at him, but he just kind of rolls out of your out of your way and doesn't let you grab onto him. Now we're back at the top of the order, which is Swirly. So I've all I've done is sit in the room. No, I you wouldn't try to grab them, but you're now in the hallway next to them with this guy that's prone, and then a flaming guy about five ten feet away. So did I see? I, I saw all of that. Yeah, you saw. You've seen all of this happen. So the guy that's prone just rolled out of the way of his shocking grass. Yes. Okay, I want to like run and jump on top of him like wrestling style and try to just elbow <laughs> drop onto the back of his head. All right. So give me a uh, melee attack or no. Do you want to go into a grapple or do you want to like punch him? I want to drop my elbow on his fucking so you head. Want, okay. Let, so you want to like elbow drop. You want to do a, me- you want to do a melee attack then. So you will do a melee attack, which is plus three for you. 12. All right. Oh uh, wait, he's prone. So you get advantage. So uh, roll it again. 
Uh, six. So the 12 is a miss. Uh, so you try to do a people's elbow, basically, and he just rolls out of the way again from y'all attacking him. So I just ran naked out of the room, <laughs> jumped up into the air, and landed next to him. No, you ran out of the room. You grabbed onto the shoulders of your buddies who just slipped out of your hand, and then this guy fell prone next to you, and then you tried to elbow drop him and just missed. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, so after Swirly is going to be... Uh, that guard's dead. So, Moy. Where, where is this gentleman in relation to me? All three of you are standing over his prone body. <laughs> <laughs> Naked with dicks dongling over him. No, I'm laying next to him. Oh, yeah. You're laying down next to him now. <laughs> is he uh, face down or face up? Let's roll and find out. Even he's face down. I got a six, so it's even, so he's face down. Face down. Uh, can I grab him and turn him over to be face up? <laughs> Give me it. It'll be a grappling athletics check. It'll be athletics versus athletics. Okay. All right. I got a five. <laughs> Say it out loud. Four. <laughs> so you try to like pull him over and he like purposely just hugs, like tries to stay face down and like puts I, his hands I, over his head as, I, y'all, as he I feels feel completely like I should threatened. Say it's, it's a, I rolled a one mm-hmm. and, oh. a, and then plus three. So it's a, a, technically a critical. It's a crit miss. Crit failure. Yes, it's a crit miss. So. so you try to grab onto him to roll him over and your hands just kind of slip off of him and you fall back and then land onto your back. Now you're prone. <laughs> so I'm the only one that is still standing. I'm. Everyone is laying down around me. <laughs> so I this feel like you should just lay down with us. <laughs> this guard is sandwiched between two naked dwarves laying next to it. Can I? By the way, are these dwarven guards? No, they're not. They're human guards. These are humans. Like yes. Six foot tallish. Like. Yes. Human man. guards. Okay. Gotcha. Yes, lady, you're the only one standing, and it is your turn. <laughs> So my free action, I want to fantasize. I want to think about the last however long we've been doing this. And I want to look at everyone on the ground, and I want to fantasize about Thunderwave <laughs> for what everyone did to me in that cell. But so, I'm going to take the moral high ground, and I'm going to shocking grasp with the guard. You're going to attempt to. I'm going to attempt to shopping, shopping grasp. All right. Shopping so bag give the me the melee spell attack again. 16. But he is actually wearing metal armor, so you get advantage. You want to roll for the possible crit because a 16 does hit. Absolutely. It's a big 18. All right, so that is a hit. Give me the spell attack damage, which will be 1d8 for 1d8 lightning damage. Two. All right. So you grab hold of him and basically just lightly taser him, and you see his body shake a little bit, but then his eyes widen up real big. And then he tries to take a swing at you with a short sword. From the ground? From the ground. He doesn't get up. And I'm assuming a eight does not hit. Mm-mm. So yeah, you jump back from the attack, and he still stays prone. Ah! We're back at the top of the order, which is Swirly, who's laying horizontal next to him. Jesus. <clears throat> Perpendicular next to him, sorry. All right, I guess I'm just going to roll on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an athletics check. Twelve. He actually got a 12 too, <laughs> but defender wins. So whenever you try to roll on top of him, he just kind of rolls out of the way with you. Okay. Does he, does so he I'm push not him on off? top of him. Is he clear? You do, you do he... not get on top of him. Yeah. He's clear of him. Yes. So we just snuggled. Basically. <laughs> basically, there's a lot of naked rolling around on the ground. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, Moy, it's now your turn. All right, I'm going to go ahead and try to hit him with the old uh, scared flame again. Sacred flame. All right, give me the spell. Or no, he does a dexterity save. So uh, that's a big old seven. So I'm assuming he does not succeed on his dexterity save. So you do 1d8 damage. 1d8. Five. All right. So you cast Sacred Flame on him, and you see his like beard on his face just light up in flames, and his eyes get covered in the flame as well, and he just rolls over and dies. Ooh, yeah, big boy. What you think about that right now? So you have a, a, guard, a human guard that's completely soaked in flame, charring, and then this other human guard whose face is completely charred. I have burned down the enemies. <laughs> You fellas didn't do nothing. <laughs> I want to mage hand slap him. <laughs> this time it works. <laughs> I can want, All right, I want to inspect the guards to see if they have anything on them that I might want. Okay, so they do have short swords. They're wearing human-sized scale mail armor, so that won't fit you. They do have pouches of coin. Give me a history check. Ten. So you take the coins out and you look at them. And they're gold coins that have the emblem of Mithron on them. So you're in the nation of Mithron. You have gotten your first clue at where you are. <laughs> hey, man, guys. Uh, these coins don't look like our coins. Well, what do they look like? I'm going to toss the bag to Moy. I'm going to try to intercept that bag. <laughs> <laughs> Using your fast hands, I'm assuming. Using my fast hands. All right, give me a sleight of hand check. 21. You grab hold of those coins, <laughs> that sack of coins. I'm going to wrap it around my waist. <laughs> You're not even going to look at them? Nope. And I'm going to say, cover your dicks. <laughs> yes, at this point of time, is there any, can I Can I use mend maybe to, to scrap some of that scale mail into like at least like a thong to cover my bits so, so, and pizzas? So they are wearing like guard tabards and cloaks. So you could basically take those and okay. wrap your bodies. I would like to, I would like to put a tabard on. Okay. I'm just going to keep my fanny pack. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to cover up my dwarven bits. Okay. Oh. Hey, man, aren't you even going to look at them coins to maybe see where we, we were at? Nope. <laughs> oh, man, how we... Do you know where we're at? We're at my throne. <laughs> Whose throne? My throne. The coins look like my throne coins. My throne? My throne. What? Oh, man, just sort of give them the coins, please. Wait, we gotta wait. get out of here. Where? My head is killing me. Why I'm still are we naked? What did y'all do? Why are we here? I don't know, man. It's probably Swirly's fault. Where's here? Well, if we checked your coin purse, we would know. We're in Marathon. We should probably just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a hallway. Right? Yes. And there's a bunch of wooden doors around us, I guess the same. They probably can't hear us, but so there's nothing happening on any of the doors, right? No, no commotion or anything. Um, you can't hear anything coming from the doors. And so, like, I, yeah, I assume that they probably got the magic spells on their doors too. I want to go. To oh, another thing you do find on the uh, guards is a set of keys. Oh. <laughs> well, shit, Dave. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up the keys. Hey, man, I think these open these doors. Do you think any one of these is the way out? I don't think that this is the way out, but there might be somebody that can tell us what's going on behind one of these doors. Let's see who's in there. Wait, it might also be bad guys. I'm going to stare at the keys. You got to pick the right door, man. There's seven total doors that you did not come from. I'm going to look at all of them 
Wait, hop up on my shoulders and look inside. Do they all have the, the uh, I imagine the. Yes, they do. All right. Here, hop up on my shoulders and see what's in there. Okay. While they're doing that, I can jump that high, right? Yes. I just want to jump to a different door. And you just want to like, take hold, hold of the bars. bars and look. Okay. Let's do Moy and Lanny first. So roll a D8 for me. Two. You go to the second door, which is the one next to your door. And you climb onto Moy's back, Lanny, and you look inside, and you see three dwarves that are like standing near the door, looking up at you in the hall, like at the hole. Oh man! Hey, there's three more dwarves in here. Do they look like us? Are they naked? Yes. Yeah, they're naked too. I wonder if any of these other rooms got naked dwarves in them. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're not naked. Based on y'all's backstory, they're not naked. Hey, wait, these guys got clothes on them. They look like us. Yeah. Uh, about the same size, I think. I think we can get some clothes. Let's open this door and take their clothes. No, wait. <laughs> Let's look in the other rooms first and see what else we got. We might find our clothes in one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and as you had that conversation, Lanny, you were like kind of looking at them back and forth, and you could see that they're like, like basically like waving, like, "Why aren't you letting us out? Give him the finger." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give him the finger. <laughs> I just, I want to take a moment to appreciate the idea that our clothes might be locked up in a cell <laughs> with nothing else. There could be like a storage room or something. Swirly, uh, give me a D8 roll. Seven. So you go over to the seventh door of my list and you <laughs> jump up to the door and grab hold of the vertical bars and you look inside and you see two human men and they're also like standing near the door, like looking at you puzzled. Are they naked? No, they're not naked either. All right, I'm just going to yell back at them. Hey, there's some guys in here, and they ain't naked. <laughs> what kind of guys? Human guys. Oh, no. Uh, you see, the, like, as you turn back and look at them, one of them starts to try reach through, reach for you through the hole. Like, they're about to grab hold yeah, of you. I'm just going to grab, like, release the bars okay. and fall back. Give me a dexterity save. 14. He takes, like, you can feel him basically graze your beard. And he doesn't catch it, but uh, you do fall down, and he doesn't catch you at all. Yeah, I just land on my butt. Yeah. What in the hell? He tried to grab me. <laughs> I bet you these is bad guys. But we're not bad. Why are we here? I still don't know why we're here. <laughs> also, I don't know why we was naked. So I'm still only wearing my fanny pack, so my bare ass just landed on yes, stone. Yes. You maybe think we should try to see if there's another door around the corner that's got maybe like a guard station with some stuff in it, like our clothes? Uh, I mean, yeah. What if we let everyone out and run out with them, and then they won't be able to get us? What if we let everybody out and they try to attack us? Why would they attack us? We're here with them. I don't know. I'm naked. I was naked. And I don't know why I'm here. And uh -huh. so is Lanny still on Moy's shoulders? I was hoping I was still on his shoulders because we were walking back and forth between the doors. Ask them dwarves why we're up here. I have an idea. Hey, man, keep me back to that door with the three dwarves. Okay. So you'll go over to the door with the three dwarves. I'm going to use a message on... Hey, nobody cares that I just <laughs> fell down. <laughs> Shut up! We're doing something important right now. There's a man in there. Try to grab me. <laughs> I'm gonna use message on one of the dwarves in there. Okay. Hey. Hi. Hey you. Hey. Hey. Uh. Hey, let us out. Who are you? Is, is that you out there? It's me. <laughs> are you the dwarf that just looked at me? I'm staring at you right now. Well, let me out. Uh, let the three of us out. I can't just yet. Who are you, and why are you here? Well, we got in trouble. 
but they're going to kill us. Let us out. Who's they? The, the guards. They're going to they set us for execution tomorrow. How do we end up in Mythron? I don't know who you are. How did we get here? I don't know. Get me out of here, though. What are they saying? They're saying they want out, and they won't answer my questions. I believe them that they want out, but I don't trust them. Hey, that man in there tried to grab me. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but we well, have to ask them if they know where our clothes are. I want to run up to an, a different door and jump and grab. <laughs> Give me a D8 roll real quick. Three. You run up to this door and you grab hold of the vertical bars and you look inside and you don't see anybody inside. Hey, this one's empty. <laughs> All right, boy. <laughs> and I immediately run to another door. I would, I would like to at this point say like, um, run down to the end of the hall and like look down the the turn okay. and see if like anyone like. What I can see down that. Okay, so you run down to the other end of the hall, and you look. So the dwarves I was having a conversation with has just ended abruptly. <laughs> and now he's running. So you run to the other end of the hallway where the, where, the, where the guards came from, and you look down the hall, and about a 20-foot distance away is a small room uh, with a door on the other side of that room. While they're doing that, I just want to be running bare-assed in my fanny pack, jumping from door to door. So as you investigate all the doors, um, so there's the one with the two human men, the one you came from, the one the three dwarves are in, and then there's another one with a human woman inside of it. And she's just kind of like hugging her knees in the back corner of the room. Clothed? Yes. Have they turned the corner or they're still in the same hall? They're still at the corner, so you can see where they're at. Okay. Then I want to yell at them. Hey, there's a girl in this one. Oh, is she naked? Nope. <laughs> well, there's a room down here. We might there might be our clothes in there. Well, I guess we ought to go check. All right. Can we go uh can we go down to the room? Yes. Can I just assume that the three of you have now moved on to the next room? <laughs> well, yeah, but we're not gonna discount the fact that we might come back from the for the woman. Sure, okay. <laughs> So go ahead and give me investigation checks as y'all walk into the next room. I have a seven. A five. Fifteen. Moy and Lanny, you walk into the room and you look around. You get completely distracted by the fact that there's a table to your right with food on the plates. It appears the guards were like in the middle of dinner. I mean, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, being hungover, I'm assuming y'all get distracted by that and don't look around the room and maybe start eating. Yeah, I'll jump up on that motherfucker. On that table. <laughs> Swirly, you catch up to them, and uh, you look over to the right and see them eating, but then to the left, you see look like big trunks of boxes all along the left side of the wall. Yeah, I want to open the trunks, okay. assuming my clothes might be in there. So you go through the trunks, and eventually you find your gear as, long, as well as all their gear. Quick question. Yes. Uh, is the trunk top is open? Yes. I want to use Mage Hand to close it on him. <laughs> like eating a pie with one hand. And slapping it closed with the other. Uh, give me a dexterity save, Swirly. 20. You see the uh, door start to close on top of your head, so you jump back real quick, and it just closes, but you don't see the mage hand. Do I know that he did that? No, you don't. Or give me an inside check. 20. Uh, yeah, you do know he did it. <laughs> if he turns to look at me, I want to be giving him the finger <laughs> while eating my shepherd's pie or whatever I'm eating. Yeah, I'm going to turn to him and... Just say, what in the hell, Lanny? Our clothes are in there. Better be careful. <laughs> I want to quickly put all of my and Lanny's clothes on. Does he, <laughs> does he turn back around to go back into the trunk? Because at this point, I would like to throw fruit at his naked body. 
<laughs> Give me a ranged attack, which will be proficiency plus dexterity modifier. Uh, 19 plus 3. Yeah, that's a hit. Um, <laughs> an apple hits the back of your head, doing no, no damage. No, no, no. Oh, okay. At the naked bottom, because he's only got a coin purse on. Okay. So, <laughs> an apple hits your bare ass. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that, dick rubber? How do you like them apples? I want to give Mo a, a high five. A moy. Uh, so when you say you want to put on all of Lanny's clothes as well, yep. I think he has breastplate armor. So you have breastplate armor too, I think. So you want to put two breastplate armors on? Yes. I want to put my clothes on and then put his clothes on top of my clothes. <laughs> just ignore the fact that I got hit with fruit and just put them on as quickly as possible. So while y'all are just snacking on food or sna- chowing down on the food... Swirly, give me an acrobatics check to see if you could make yourself fit in all of them. 16. Yes, you fit in all of them. (laughs) As I see that he's putting on his clothes, I would like to run down and grab my clothes. (laughs) All of my things. I want to use fast hands (laughs) to get the clothes before he does. Because now that he's thrown fruit at me, I want to put his clothes on too. All right, so give me a perception check, Uh, Swirly. 26. Give me a accurate, give me a sleight of hand check, Moy. Twenty one. Give me a sleight of hand check as well now. Well, that was a crit. Oh, that's a crit. Twenty six. Not a crit. Then. Okay, so you try to grab Moy's clothes, and Moy grabs his before you do. Get off me, sucker! Quit throwing shit at me. That wasn't me. Moy, can you get my clothes too? Somebody else is wearing them. Can you get them off him, please? I ain't trying to get off nobody. What's up now, you son of a bitch? And I want to run and eat the gassiest food I can and try to fart. <laughs> We're going to need a dexterity check on that wind breaking. <laughs> it would be a constitution save. <laughs> a crit, I hope you don't have a crit miss. <laughs> 18. <laughs> You managed to let out a fart after grabbing hold of like a turkey leg. Ha <laughs> ah, what's up now, Laney? Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> I want to assess what he's doing currently. Is he eating food still? Uh, he's just kind of looking right at you with a turkey leg in his hand. I want to mage hand <laughs> the turkey in his mouth to make him choke on it. I want to push it down his throat. All right, give me a dexterity sa- or a slide of hand check. <laughs> I don't even know what your 15. defense is. <laughs> yeah, does he have double armor class or is against he encumbered? Give, give me a strength check to hold against the mage hand. 14. What was yours? 15. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey leg is shoved into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Not deep into the throat or anything, just... Just into your mouth. <laughs> and then I want to tackle him to get my clothes. Oh, yeah, you like that, don't you? Get it in there, D. All right, so the two of you give me athletics checks. 18. I got 11. <laughs> you try to push him down, and he holds steady and just pushes you down onto the ground face first. While this is going on, can I uh, just search the through all the chests to see if there's anything cool in it? Uh, Sure. I'll be eating broccoli and asparagus as quickly as possible. I'm just happy I don't have to look at dicks anymore. <laughs> you know I set two guys on fire with my dick out. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, that's a story for the ages right there. Remember that time we all woke up in that cell naked and then I set two fellers on fire? <laughs> <laughs> so inside the other trunks, there is three sets of dwarven clothes along with like leather armor for each. 
And then there's two human-sized clothes with scale mail. In the human box, though, you find a rolled-up piece of paper. I guess I would like to unroll that piece of paper and try to see what's on it. All right, give me an arcana check. So is Lanny still trying to strip me? Yeah, y'all are tussling right now while he's doing this. Six. Do we notice what Moy is doing? No, they do not notice what you're doing. Okay. Because y'all are too busy trying to keep each other's hands off of each other. I'm trying to get back what's rightfully mine. I'm trying to fart in what is rightfully his. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You don't know what it is, but it is a spell of some sort. Hey, Lanny, do you want to take a look at this and tell me what it is? Hold on one second, I've almost got him. <laughs> I want to try to get my stuff back one more time. Are you still fighting him for it? Fighting him against it? Yeah, there's got to be a window like in this room, right? No. There's not a window? There's not a window. Are there rafters? No. Is there a, a chandelier? <laughs> there's not. Just There's sconches <laughs> on the walls. I want to jump to a sconch. That's on fire. That's on fire. <laughs> before he jumps, can I cast something? <laughs> Just before he gets her off that ground, please. Like an instant in magic. I want to cast a jump on him. Without him knowing. Yeah, it's not a willing creature. It's touch a creature. So yeah, you if you want to cast jump on him right before he jumps for the sconch. Sure. I would absolutely love uh, to give cast me, jump on him. Give me a sleight of hand check for the reaction. Ah hell five. You try to touch him, but he like just re- like just gets out of your grasp, but you don't so you don't get the chance to cast the spell. Uh, you grab hold of the sconch and you take two fire damage on his clothes on your hands. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, because you're grabbing fire. Yeah, <laughs> you're grabbing a metal scotch that's on fire, basically. That's been heated. How much damage? <laughs> two damage, and then give me a uh, Constitution save. 11. You don't have the like the constitution to hold onto it and take the damage and like take the pain, so you just let go and fall onto your back onto the table where they were eating and the weight of you crushes the table and it just kind of breaks in half and then now the table is broken and there's been a loud noise. Oh damn. Fine. <laughs> take your damn clothes. So you're going to take off his clothes? No. I'm going to lay there limp and make him take them <laughs> off of me. Oh man. Come on, Farley, we gotta get out of here. Guys, y'all need to shut up. You're drawing attention to us. (laughs) God, get your head out of your ass. Attention by who? Where are we? I don't know. I I removed the clothes from his body. Yes, eventually you get your breastplate and your clothes off of his body, and uh, you suit yourself up. And now all the gear that you have on your character sheets is the gear you have And just because I want to hear him say it again, I'm going to look at Lanny and say, where are we? I don't know, man. Where are we? I don't know where we are. Where do you think we are? No, you said you saw it on the coins. The coins in Marathon. How in the hell are we in Marathon? I feel like we need to find a way out of here real quick. You're right. Let's do this. I can't be here anymore. All right. So there's a cell door that's in the room across from the hallway you entered in. Wait. Time out. Should we let all these other fellers go? Wait. Before that. Look at this scroll I got. (laughs) Wow, there's so much to do right now. Should we get out of here? Should we look at this scroll or should we let these people go? Oh, man. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Hand me the scroll. I hand him the scroll. All right. Give me an arcade check. I'm going to take a look at the scroll. That's a big 19. Okay. So you can read it. Uh, Give me a a D100 roll. 
59. <laughs> God, I love that reaction you just That's had. That's the best. It's a scroll of fireball. Fireball. Uh, okay, it looks like this is the fireball scroll. So you mean you could just use that to throw a fireball? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good scroll. <laughs> well, I reckon it belongs to one of them human fellers. No, we'll, we'll lose it. And I put it in my pocket. Now, if we let them out, they're probably going to want their fire scroll back. Oh, just tell them we didn't see it. They'll be happy we let them out. That's a good idea. Let's hide it and lie. All right, I'm down. Are we getting out of here? We let them go. Oh, man, come on. Uh, we got to let them out, right? I mean, we got to talk to that girl. What if what if they're in here by mistake like us? Yeah, I doubt it. I don't even know if we're in here by mistake. Uh, I'm over here deliberating. How about how about we just flip a coin? Give me one of them Mythron coins. <laughs> I feel chaotic, but I also feel neutral. <laughs> them them's my Mythron coins. Well, why don't you flip one then? Fine. I guess I'm going to flip a coin. Okay, so you can do, you can roll a dice and do odd even, basically. Uh, but, but you got to make the roll of it. First. No, I don't. I just flip a coin. And then I look at them and I go, it says heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got to figure out what heads means. Okay. If it's heads, then we let him go. If it's tails, we just get the heck out of here. Oh, uh, I guess we let him go. No, we got to do it again. Oh. Flip it. I flip the coin again, and it's it's heads. Oh, it's heads. Fate has decided that we shall let these people out of their cells. All right, we got to do it quick. We got a key. Yeah, we've got all of them keys. You do. All right, so let's grab their uh, their armor and uh, run over to the cells, and I'll take the, the dwarves, their, their leather armor, and unlock the gate and throw it to them. Okay. And then uh, if anybody else wants to go to the other perspective respective. I want to jump to the window of the girl's thing again okay. and just look at her. She's still like curled up in the corner with hugging her knees and looking down at the ground. I want to I want to hang on to it until he opens the door. I want to still be <laughs> hanging on to the window. I was just about to say I want to go over there and open the door while he's hanging on to it. <laughs> okay. So Moy is letting has opened the door for the dwarves and is giving them their armor. Mm-hmm. And then while that's going on, y'all are moving towards the woman's door basically. Mhm. Okay, so, so we we hear the dwarves come out behind us, like to where Moy is. I mean, if you want to do separate things at separate <laughs> times, I have to take care of them separately. No, we all so, want to do the same thing at the same time. So yes, you we're hear, all darting around. You you as you walk to the woman's door, you do hear Moy open up the door for the dwarves, and then I jump to the window. Yes. <laughs> While I'm hanging onto the window, and before he opens the door. I want to look at Moy and say, hey, what them drawers do? <laughs> hey, man, what y'all drawers do? <laughs> Is this before you open the door? After you no, I, they're, they are suited up in leather armor. I haven't given them weapons, just armor. Okay, so you've opened up the door. You've thrown their leather armor to them. And, <laughs> and then you ask. As they wa- after they walk out. Okay. Because, you know, I know that they can't hear me inside there. And he says, hey, what them drawers do? And I'm like, hey, what y'all drawers do? <laughs> So one of the dwarves speaks up and says, We hate the king here. We took down the statue down in the slums, a statue of him, and they're charging us for treason. They have us set for execution tomorrow. Well, I'm sure glad y'all ain't going to get executed tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how to get out of this place? I mean, it's a prison. I didn't know. I don't know how they got us in here. 
Were you naked and and no, not, didn't know what was going on when you woke up too? No, they just took our armor and weapons. You got our weapons too? Well, they're probably in that room over there. All right, we'll go get them. They start to walk that way. And find us a way out of here while you're at it. All right. Oh, also, should we let these humans out? He stops and looks at you and says, we only take care of our own kind, right? I don't know. Well, you do what you want to do. I say no. And he turns and he walks towards the room. So I'm still hanging on the door. Yes. And he's so, about to open it. So as that conversation was going on, you were hanging on to the door. Lanny, you open up the door and you swing it out because it doesn't go into the cell. So you just lose vision of the girl in the cell. So now I'm looking at Moy. Looking down the hall at Moy. Hi! <laughs> hey, did the door say they're going to get electrocuted? Yeah, they're going to get electionated. <laughs> Uh, so, lady, you are now looking at this woman that is curled up in the corner, hugging her knees. Hey, ma'am. Ma'am. Hello? She calmly lifts her head and looks at you. Hey, why are you here? She puts her head back down. You don't have to be here anymore. Come on. Uh, uh, Lammy? Yeah? You know she can't hear you in there, right? No, she can. You could hear things from the outside. You just couldn't hear what was going on inside. You couldn't produce sound in the silenced area. Oh, Ma'am, come on. She doesn't move. Ask her what she did. Ma'am, what did you do? She doesn't answer. Okay, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to leave this door open. You can do what you want to do. If you want to try and convince her to come talk to you, you can give me a persuasion check. Ooh, that's a five. Uh, No, she resists. It does not want to come out of the room. I would like to try to persuade her, but while still hanging on the door. Uh, That will be advantage for you then, Lanny. So if you just roll it again, if he tries to help. Convince her. 13. She resists. I want to cast prestidigitation to like little little fireworks to try to entice her. <laughs> little sparks or something to get her attention. She seems very depressed and puts her head back down. Hey, Lenny, why don't you talk to her with that mind thing? I'm going to use message. Is she going to be prostituted too? What? Like the other drawers were going to be. No, they're being <laughs> electrocuted. Oh, shit. Ma'am, come on, please. We gotta get out of here. I don't deserve it. You deserve it? I killed my husband. Hey, I mean, some people die. Come on. I mean, okay, what did he do? Nothing. He just killed him? He's just a drunk. Oh, yeah, well, drinking's bad. What? I mean, drinking's awesome. I'm trying to make her feel better, Mark. Come on. Well, that maybe we should give her a drink. All right, ma'am, I'm gonna leave this door open. You can do you, but I'm out. I gotta get these other people and we gotta go. I gotta get our math wrong. There's some food down there. She just puts her head back down. Moy, she won't come out. That's fine. <laughs> Swirly? I'm going to jump down from the window now. Okay. And I'm just going to shrug and start walking down the hallway. Okay. Now, what about these human fellers that are in this last cell? Ma'am, what do you know about these human fellers? You messaging that to her? No, I'm going to yell it to her. <laughs> she, put, she doesn't react. I'm going to message it to her then, too. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say to her in the message? Ma'am, what do you know about those people down the hall? And I want to mage hand push her a little bit. (laughs) To, like, shove her be like, come on. Uh, She feels, you see her, like, pushed a little bit. And she (laughs) looks up at you angrily and just shakes her head. And then you hear her voice in your head. And she says, I don't know them. She doesn't know them. All right, well, to hell with those fellas. Let's split. I feel like the guards are going to be coming back any time now. We might get to, we might be trapped in this pokey. <laughs> so you head to the next room again? 
Right. Yeah. Let's catch up with the uh, the, other the, dwarves. the other dwarves. What about the guys? We're just gonna leave them. I just said the hell with those guys. Moy, are you sure we want to do that? I already did it. <laughs> Moy walks around the corner. I'm gonna go check on them, and I'm gonna run up and jump to the window again. Uh, they're still standing at the, like you see them standing at the door again, and as soon as they see you, they try to reach for you again. Damn it! I would like to yell from down the hall. Don't re- don't forget he tried to grab a hold of you last time. <laughs> And I, I'm going to react to him trying to grab me and go, Shit, he tried to grab me last time! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a dexterity save again. <laughs> oh, no. Nine. <laughs> as he as you jump up there and grab hold of the bars, he does grab hold of your entire beard, basically. And you let go trying to react to get off before uh, he re- you realize he grabbed hold of you. And you're dangling face against the door from your beard head up. Okay, I'm going to grab both of my hammers and try to smash them together <laughs> on his hand. All right, give me uh, melee attacks. 16 and 5. <laughs> All right, so your your offhand misses, but your right hand hits him like right in the elbow. Uh, give me the damage. Three. All right. Um, he his elbow kind of buckles a little bit, and he does let go of your beard, and you just fall to the ground onto your feet, and he pulls his hand back into the cell. He pulled my beard, and I hit him. Come on, man, quit horsing around. I Why told you. you. <laughs> I'm gonna try to message them. One of them. Okay. Hey, why are you here? I want to be sitting on the floor of the hallway and, like, trying to groom my beard. We robbed a bank down in the alley. Oh, man, really? Yeah, we didn't succeed, though. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> Come on, Swirly. Let's leave them. What'd they do? They're robbing banks. Bank robbers? Hell with that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably eat all the food anyway. Fuck them. All right, so the three of you get into the other room with the other three drawers. So at this point in the story, we have moved one room... <laughs> We have been recording for an hour and 24 minutes. <laughs> Are you kidding? And we've made it to the next room. Possibly ready to leave <laughs> the second room. I think I'm going to skip the second room. <laughs> Hold on. Don't cheat us out of nothing. Hold on. <laughs> maybe maybe we, we should stop horsing around so much. Do we I, start the podcast over? <laughs> yeah. Just, no, yeah. Just go from the front again. <laughs> Make it in the room. Ready? I think I can do it this time. I know how to get out yeah, of the room. That, that was kind of a rehearsal, right? Oh, man. I cannot. I, it feels like we've been doing this for like 30 minutes. <laughs> so the six dwarves, including the three of you, walk Wait over to the... second. There's only six, not seven. There's three, three of, of you and three of them. I was just wondering if the girl in the cell was... She stayed in there. Snow so... White and the six dwarves. <laughs> 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 we got to go back for the girl. Mind blown. <laughs> So the six dwarves, including the three of you, walk over to the cell door and you try the keys on it, I'm assuming. Let's get the flock out of here. And you open up the door and in front of you, you see a hole. Hey, companions. I hope you're enjoying this long episode so far. I had a good time playing and recording these three cutscene episodes as we get ready for the next arc. I'm excited about what is to come in the story and the things planned for our beloved adventurers. I'm doing this mid-roll, though, as a reminder for you guys that after this episode, you will go four Thursdays without a new Forbes episode on the podcast feed. During this break, I will be taking a much-needed vacation from my day job. But as far as Forbes content goes during this four-week break, 
I will be releasing our live show from the pa- from this past December to our Patreon supporters. I will also be releasing the character level up and downtime process that our main adventurers went through in preparation for the new arc. I think that is going to be over four hours of content edited and released to our Patreon supporters. So if you want to get involved in our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash four orbs and choose the donation package you can manage. The lowest package is a dollar a month, and that gets your name thrown into the pool of NPC names I will be using for this next arc. I understand if you aren't financially able to donate, so no hard feelings, but I want to do something special for our donators with the time that I can manage. You can also support us by following us on social media platforms. Search for Four Orbs on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit, and click the like, subscribe, or follow buttons. And of course, the much-loved Apple podcast reviews mean a lot to us. Let's try and get that review count up to 100 by the end of the next arc, yeah? I also want to thank our players for taking the time to do these cutscene episodes with me. Thank you to Josh, Lacey, Colby, Tycharis, Aaron, Kevbo, Chris, and Andy. I hope you all had as good a time as I did. Maybe we can get you back for more in the future. Alright, companions. We'll talk again in about a month. Let's go ahead and get back to this hilarious episode. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite thing, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at YouSimplyMustPodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You simply must! You walk over to the closed door in the room and try the keys. After going through three or four keys, you find the right one and it opens. In front of you is a long hallway that is well lit with sconches. At the other end is another closed cell door. As you get closer, you hear men muttering to each other in the next room and hear silverware scraping and clinking against plates. It must be dinner time. Hey, you new three doors! Don't grab them sconches, they hurt. <laughs> Dang it, Swirly, you gotta be quiet. Well, this is a stealth operation now. Hey, what's your fellas' names? God damn it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel like we need to make introductions right now. I hate you so much. Possibly get a little backstory on where y'all are from. Why y'all are here? What is your, uh, your mom's name? Your Maybe dad's how name? old you are. Have you eaten shepherd's pie? I had some shepherd's power there in the guards and they left it. Don't eat the turkey, it jumps down your throat. Well, my name's Orville, and my two buds here, this is Tyrone and Ricky. Orville? You wouldn't be happen to be a part of the Redenbacher family. Well, just in fact, I am. I'm their, uh, I'm the son that just didn't make them happy, you know? Uh, uh, you Maybe know. you shouldn't go around trying to kill kings. Well, if he wouldn't try to persecute us dwarves, it would be fine. What's he doing to persecute you, George? He's taxing us more. How's he taxing y'all? Well, we live here in Mithron. Why? Because this is where we're from. Oh, this ain't where we're from. No. I don't think so. I we're don't. From, we're from Cal- Calendale. Cannondale. We're yeah. from Calandria. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are having this conversation, and then you get to the door, and you hear the muttering men in the next room. <laughs> hey, man, do y'all hear that noise? It's muttering men in the next room. <laughs> What's next? How, how are we going to get out of here? Well, the way I see it is, it's the only way to go, so we're going to have to open this damn door and fight these men. Well, we can go the other way. Which other way? Down the other hallway. There is no other hallway. The other end from where we came from. There was a dead end. Oh, all those doors led to sales. Sales? Sales, more sales for people being. 
Oh, people bins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think, I think, I think. Here's what I think. I think we take them by surprise, you know, man. Just get right in there. Well, maybe we, we got the last guards. Let's let these three get them. What do you think them muttering guys are muttering about? <laughs> <laughs> Give me perception checks. <laughs> 18, 12, 10. Lanny, you hear the men in detail speaking. Man, I can't wait to see those three dwarves get what they deserve for what they did. Can you believe they were able to push over that entire statue on their own? How can they, the three dwarves push over a statue? That weighs probably a ton. Oh well, they chose the wrong statue to push over. The king ain't, is not too happy about seeing that statue and his image smashed to pieces. Lanny, what are they saying? They're talking about them three dwarves that come with us that knocked over that statue. Ooh, they're talking shit. Y'all better get in there. They think that they couldn't do it by themselves. Give Ooh, me a, shit. Give me a persuasion check <laughs> with advantage because he helped you. 16. Yeah, they're talking shit. Let's get them, fellas. All right. I'm going to, like, at this point, motion to my friends to kind of stay back and let them do that. Like, don't run in there. Let them go in there. I'm going to give him a nod of approval. He's just motioning it to us? Yeah, I'm like, okay, I want to look at him and say, yeah, we'll stay back here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Ricky and Tyrone, let's get them. They bust open the door, and you see them unsheath their short swords that they pulled from the trunks, and then you hear the clashing of swords. Give me initiatives. Is this part going to be on the podcast? So the three of you see the dwarves burst into the other room, and then you hear the short swords of theirs clashing with the other guards. Do you want to do anything while they go through their turns? I would like to take a look into the room and see if I can see what all is going on and maybe kind of figure out what, like, if they're all, you know, if there's any magic users or, like, how many enemies there are. So, Moy, you you step up to where they opened up the door, burst through the door, and you look around the room, and you see a 30-by-30-foot room. And on the left side, you see two guards fighting with Orville. And then on the right side, you see two guards fighting with Tyrone and Ricky. And they're just there's no magic use, but on the left side, there's another hallway that's kind of just like yours. And on the other one is another hallway. And those doors are open, but the there's a door across from your hallway that's closed. Hey, Moy, what's going on up there? Oh, man, all kind of stuff. And I didn't fill him in on all of the things that you just said. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> so are y'all just, like, holding back as Hell long yeah. as you can? Okay. Yeah, I want to I wanna run up next to Moy and, like, get a look at the room, too, uh, as everything's going on. If I'm, uh, if I'm allowed to do something next, um, I want to try to uh, run past uh, Tyrone and Ricky and uh, try to run into that next hallway on that side. Okay. So their battle continues and you just kind of run across the room. On that side, you see a door that's closed about 20 feet down the hallway, just like yours. 
you're thinking that there are is another block of cells, probably. With a whole bunch more people in there, probably. Maybe. Let them out. <laughs> we gotta go inspect this. I'm gonna use message to ask him, Hey, boy, what do you see down there? Just another locked door down this side. It's probably another cell block. You want to see what's on the other side? The closed door in the room burst open, and you see an eight-foot-tall man in decorated plate armor. He yells, What's going on in here? The guards that are fighting the other dwarves scream out, Warden, these prisoners are escaping. The eight-foot-tall man then says, I told you we shouldn't put their gear in the room outside of their cells. And then the warden then rushes forward and does a wide horizontal swing trying to hit all of the dwarves that are in the area with a giant warhammer. One of them gets hit and like thrown against the wall and then falls unconscious. And then he, the warden takes that hammer and swings it into like a big vertical arc down into the ground trying to hit another one of those dwarves. And the you see the stone crumble at that's on the ground at the impact of his hammer. And then the room starts, like all the other stones seem to be shaking loose a little bit in the room. And then a big cave-in happens in the room. He and three of the four guards, along with the three dwarves, all fall in this giant hole. And whenever you look over the hole's edge, you see rushing water. It appears that there was some sort of underwater cavern and waterfall underneath this prison that they did not know about. Oh, hell, they didn't make that floor very good. We can fix it. You look down at the over the edge and you see all seven? Yeah, seven of them falling uh, for about 50 feet and then they disappear in darkness and you eventually hear a splash. And you look across the room and see that one guard did not fall and he is completely stumped at what's happening. He's just like, oh, oh. And he points his short sword at y'all scared. You better get in that hole if you know what's good for you. <laughs> I want to run up uh, and try to push the guard in. Give me a persuasion check. Me? Yeah, sure. Woo. Five. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he, he does not wish to jump into that pit. And he just holds steady like with his arm shaking, holding a short sword. And you want to try and push him in? Yep. All right. Give me an athletics check. Eleven. He takes a swing at you as you approach him and you just duck under it and uh, he holds on to you and starts to like lean back as you're being like pushing him into the hole. And now you you're both on the edge, kind of like teeter tottering on possibly falling with him. Well, it's backfired. Help me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So next in the order, we'll say is Swirly. We'll start with you. Uh, Can I stick my hammer in the ground to like hold me? Not whenever you're grabbing onto him and he's grabbing onto you. Okay, so he's holding me. Yeah, y'all are grappled standing up on the edge of this pit. Okay, I want to let go of him and then try to hit both of his hands with both of my hammers so that he'll let go of me. All right, so give me a acrobatics check. 21. Okay, and now give me the melee attacks for the hammers. 10. Okay. And 9. All right, so you try to hit him, but you just can't find, like, the position for your hammers to, like, move your arms in an arc and hit him. Uh, after Lanny is Moy, or after Swirly is Lanny. Okay, so is he, in, so if I'm looking at him, it's Swirly the guard. And then the pit behind them, so and I they're on the So edge. I can't, like, shoot anything at him without, like. You have a chance of hitting Swirly. Swirly. All right, um, I'm going to use message on the guard and be like, and make him try to think it's him. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, what am I doing? Why am I holding on to this guy? I need to let go of him and jump in this river. I gotta go with my boss. All right, give me a deception check. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, he does not react. He continues to like try to fight with Swirly. Um, it's now his turn, so give me an athletics check, Swirly. Crit miss. <laughs> Oh, no. uh, so yeah, he pushes you forward and then um, finds good footing, and then he's ready to attack for the next round. And after the guard is Moy, you know, I'm just gonna make this easy. Okay. For uh, for Swirly, I'm going to uh, create water <laughs> in a bucket on his like on his head. What bucket? I know it says create water in a vessel. Yeah, but you gotta have the vessel to put it on. <laughs> They didn't say that. They didn't tell me that. No, can didn't. I just can I create water inside his head? No. <laughs> no, you need a bucket if you want to put it in a bucket. But can you, I, you can make it rain on him, but we're both going to get wet. Can I just do like a really focused pour of water on top of his head? <laughs> don't think you can. I don't think that's how that spell description. Yeah, no, I'm trying to use it in a different way. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right. No, I'm, I'm not interested. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna take the keys I got and go and unlock that door at the end of the hallway. Okay. And look in there. Okay. And then hopefully see some more chests with other prisoners stuff in them. You open the door and you see two guards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're now in the initiative. What can I? Do? What can I do? Nothing. I have to wait. Yeah, that would be that would be your turn. <laughs> you can't just close the door back. Ah, shit. I mean, you can. I'll let you do that. Uh, no, sir. I'm fine. Bring it on. So yeah, after Moy notices that there's two more guards, they get part. Of, they become part of the initiative, and it's actually their turn. So they attack you, Moy. That's what I'm talking about. Bring it on. But that's a nine and a eleven. So I'm assuming that doesn't hit. Well, my armor class is sixteen. That means it did not hit. Okay. And after those two guards, a swirly. Okay. So how are my hammers? Like, how do I carry them? On your belt, I guess. So can I put them both back and pull out my Warhammer? Yes. All in Which one is on your back, probably. Move. Yes. Yeah. So I want to smash my Warhammer onto his toe. All right. Give me the Warhammer attack. 15. And that's a hit. All right. So now you roll damage. Three. So yeah, you uh, bring the hammer in a vertical arc and you just kind of like basically graze his abdomen. Um, and then he takes a step back, but he catches himself from falling into the pit. And then it's Lanny's turn. I'm going to magic missile him. All right. Uh, that's an auto hit. So you'll just roll the damage. 3d4 plus three. Four, six, eight, 11. Um, so three force darts shoot out from your hands and hit him in like a vertical like boop boop, like head, abdomen, and then gut, and he wait his abdomen and then his gut, his head, his chest, then his gut, and then he falls into the pit and dies. That's right, man. Take it, Lenny. You're the best. Oh man, I can't believe that warden took those three dwarfs down. <laughs> <laughs> Moy, it's your turn. Or no, it's those guards. No. That was that guard's turn. Moy, it's your turn. That's what I'm talking about. You have two guards on top of you. Is it Wrath of the Storm time yet? No, they have to attack you successfully. A bitch! <laughs> no one attacks me successfully. That's a good thing. 
I guess. Let's uh, cast the Scared Flame. So, yeah, uh, they roll a dexterity save to dodge. 18 on your against your spell save DC. Spell save DC is 14. Yeah, so uh, they dodge the radiant flame that shoots down from the ceiling. That's impressive. And after Moy is the guard's turn again, who attack you. Oh, shit. So that's a 22 and a 15. What's your AC? That's 16. Okay, so the 15 misses, but the 22 hits, but you can use your reaction to do Wrath of the Storm. I choose to use my reaction to do Wrath of the Storm. All right, first the damage happens to you, though. For 10 damage. And then you want to Wrath of the Storm them? I now call upon the Wrath of the Storm. (laughs) Y'all done done it now. Woo, don't get me riled, boy. That's a nine on the dexterity saving throw, so 2d8 damage, unless you want to do your channel divinity for max damage. I don't think this this is going to last more than one day. Okay. So I'm going to say, why not? Let's, Let's channel this divinity. All right. So you do 16 damage to him with lightning damage, and he falls dead. Sweet. Does the other guy get any of that action? No. After those guards, it's Swirly. Okay. How far away are they? 30 feet. So I want to run and jump at the other guard and try to land on top of his head with my warhammer. Okay, so you just want to run and attack them? Yeah. Okay, so give me a melee attack with the warhammer. I got this, boy! Oh, hell yeah! Warhammer, warhammer! Okay, 19. 19 is a hit, so give me the damage for the warhammer. So, nine. Nine damage. So you take your warhammer and you collide it into his forehead and he falls unconscious onto the ground on his back. Oh, yeah. And combat's over. Y'all have killed the dwarves. Or the guards. And the dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> You've indirectly killed the other dwarves. I, I would like to, at this point, go into that room and, and, and inspect it. There are bunks. It's a barracks. Anything else? Nope. Doors? Nope. Chests? Nope. Food? Well, there's, there's trunks with, like, regular old clothes in them. Okay. So Lame. how far... Lame. There's still uh, ground where the door is that the... Eight foot guy came out of? Yes. How far across is that pit? It's a 10 foot gap. Can I jump 10 feet? Wait, do we want to do that? I want to check out what's down that other hall first. Yep. So if you move at least 10 feet on the ground immediately before you jump, you can then cover the your strength ability score. So what's your strength? 12. So you can jump 12 feet, but with your with the second story thing, you can add your dexterity modifier to that length. So you can at, you can jump 14 feet. Okay. That's a dwarf. <laughs> Guys, do you know what's down that other hallway? Let's go find out. You go down the other hallway to another door. You open up the door, and inside you see two teenage boys with, like, kitchen pots and stuff in the room. This is the kitchen. Are there any ways out of the kitchen? No. No. Should we? And they seem very scared and Should... innocent. <laughs> I want to... We all see this? We've all moved down Yeah, there? you've all moved down to this other room. Hey, you guys know how to make some eggs? Hey, how do we get out of here? There's only one exit. Where's it at? Down in that room that you're coming from. Did you just kill all these people? Yeah, man, we're like that. Woo! What about them eggs? I, I mean, I can make eggs. Just don't kill me. What's in that waterfall pit down there? What? Waterfall pit? I don't know anything about a waterfall pit. Well, go check it out. 
I want to persuade them you look to at, go look you, at them. You look at the two boys, and they're both pissing their pants. What kind of boys are they? They're Humans? Like, they're like, yeah, they're human Humans? 13-year-old boys that are absolutely terrified right now. I would like to piss my own pants. <laughs> As a sign of solidarity. I was going to say I want to knock them out and take their clothes off and put them in a cell, but... <laughs> But they're 13. Okay, so there's there's nothing in there. So p- obviously the last thing that we can do is jump over this this pit. Is there anything we can use in this kitchen? There's kitchen utensils. Any kitchen utensil you can think of, you can have in here. All right. And is the, the, the room with the bunks, Did the, are there mattresses on the bunks? Yes. The bunks themselves, how tall are they? Six feet. Okay, we're craftsmen, so can we make a ladder out of Let's the bunks? Let's just build a bridge out oh, of the bunks. You just fucking jump. <laughs> it gave all of you the necessary needs to get across this pit. What if we fall? I'm not worried about that. You're going to you're gonna check me some way, and I'm no, going to fail it. No, you can jump it. No, we, we can we just can, jump it. We can, we can just jump the distance. <laughs> he can jump 14 feet, but I can I? What's your straight score? 16. You can jump 16 feet. <laughs> oh, it's not. that's not a rogue ability? No. Oh, Hey, guys, let's just jump over that thing. <laughs> I guess uh, we should just jump over this pit that was created for no reason then. I'm going. I'm going to run and jump. All right. So the three of you jump across the pit. <laughs> and as, as I'm in the air, I want to say, it's okay. Everybody pees their pants sometimes. <laughs> if peeing your pants is cool, call me Cat the Giant Slayer. <laughs> None of us make it and we all die. You open up the door on the other side of the pit and you find a straight hallway that goes to the outside. But on the left, right where you open the door, is another door that is wide open. You peek inside from the hallway to see a large office chamber with a desk that is very organized with stacks of papers. On the door, you see a sign that says, Warden's Office. Hey guys, there's the Warden's Office. (laughs) Woo, let's go look in there. Give me investigation checks, whoever wants to look around. 17. 17. 21. All right. All of you see everything that's in this room. Um, <laughs> there is an armoire that is empty on the right side of the room. It looks like it would have held his armor and his warhammer. There are manifests of the prisoners in the eight cells. There are two cells with three dwarves, none of them by name. The first cell is a human woman set for execution, killed her husband. Number two, is three dwarves, public drunkenness, crime, arson, destroyed three buildings with a magical device. Device is now with the Archmages. Three, four, six, and eight are empty. Cell five is three dwarves who caused a riot in a lower level. Crime, treason. And then the seventh cell is two human men. Robbery, con men, crime, heist at the alley bank. Oh, man! (laughs) Hey, guys, I think we caused a riot! We we fucked shit up tonight! Then you find discharge papers that are blank and some filled out discharge papers with warden's signature at the bottom. Hey, let's get some discharge papers! You think he was trying to discharge us? Uh, I uh, don't think it matters now. Well, I think we just killed a whole bunch of people unnecessarily. I, 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 don't, I don't care. I don't want to think about it. I want to get out of Mithron and go home. Well, let's sign some of these discharge papers so we don't get in trouble. I say we should go have another drink. We can drink when we get home. Well, I guess we should forge these documents, though. <laughs> and say we were released two hours ago. So are you forging some documents? Yeah. All right, give me, de- whoever's doing it, give me a deception check. Uh, who has the highest deception? <laughs> I, I have a one. I have four. So I will be doing it. 
That is a 13. All right, so you forged three documents. Hell yeah, boys. We're free and clear now. Woo! I guess we should get on down this hall and see what's going on. As you exit into the sunlight from the hallway, you find that this prison is built into the side of a mountain and overlooking a city. And as you are trying to quickly check out the scenery, you then hear someone over to your left scream out. Hey, what are you doing out of your cells? We was discharged. We got released today. Take a look. Take a look. Swirly, give me a deception check with advantage. That was a 13 both times. All right. He uh, walks over with his spear in hand and just kind of pointing it upwards. And he t- like reaches his hand out to see the d- the papers. You hand it to him? Yeah. Okay. He looks him but over. I, d- I don't want to let them go. I want to like hand them to him but hold the end so he can look at them but not take them from me. Okay, he goes along with it. He looks at the papers and says, Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, let's let you on down. Come on over to this lift. Hell yeah, we'll do that. Don't go in there. That's what I'm talking about. There's not a big hole in the back. <laughs> Wait, what? Hey, we wanna go, I want to go to the lift in the big hole. Oh, the lift? Yeah, uh, we're going down a big hole in the lift. No, you're just going down the side of the mountain. Okay, down lift. The- lift. Let's go to the lift. All right. <laughs> he walks you over to the lift, and uh, he, like waves his hand inside and says, just pull that lever down and you'll go down. Well, I, yeah, I'll pull the lever. You pull the lift lever to the down position and it shakes for a second or two and then starts to slowly go down. As you're being lowered, you see that this platform works in a balance with another as you go down. Another goes up on the right side of you eventually. I just want to yell back to the guard up top. Hey, mister, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, you reach the bottom. <laughs> And he Wait, pushed. after he yells that, can I, I want to <laughs> yell at him and say, thank you. And what was your name? You get to the bottom <laughs> <laughs> and you push open the gate of the elevator. And just when you think you're all clear from an alleyway to the left, the warden comes stomping out. He is drenched and soaking wet, leaving a large trail of water. He screams out to you. You, you destroyed my prison. We were going to let you go today. Your crime wasn't your fault. But now you will die. Killing my guards. Give me an issue. It's the warden's turn first. He runs forward and does one big horizontal swipe at you. I need each of you to give me dexterity saves. Nine. Eleven. I have eleven. All right. So, Lanny, you get hit, and it does four damage to you, and you're knocked back prone ten feet. And then he brings the same horizontal swipe back again um, from the opposite direction. Give me dexterity saves. Boy and Swirly. Eleven. Eight. You both get hit. Eight damage to you, uh, Swirly. And then another eight damage to you, Moy. Crap. And you are also knocked back and prone ten feet. After the warden is Moy's turn. Bucket, let's party! At this point, I would like to run up and cast Inflict Wounds on the warden. Okay, give me a spell attack. Melee spell attack. 
13. All right. So you run up and try to grab him, and he just dodges back. And so you don't cast the spell at all. Oh, shit. After Moy is swirly. I would like to move around to the backside of him and attack. Okay. With we can my do that. Warhammer. Sneak attack, Warhammer style. Ugh. All right. So give me the attack for your Warhammer. And you get advantage because you're flanking him. So that was a 13 and a 10. You swing your Warhammer and you miss. After Swirly is Lanny. I'm going to get up and run at him and shocking grasp. Give me the spell attack. 13. 13 is a miss. You try to grab hold of him and he dodges. <laughs> He's awfully shifty for a big fella. He then does try to do another horizontal swing all the way around him. Give me dexterity saves. Crit miss. Crit miss. 14. Really? Both Christmas? <laughs> if that's what one means. <laughs> Moy, you take four damage. Lanny, you take six. You jump back, Swirly. But as you think you've dodged it, he brings it back again. And, oh, I don't roll anything you do. Give me another dexterity save. 18. You dodge. You duck the second swing. Do I, at this point, get to uh, bring the call of the storm around? Yes. I can? Yes. You were five feet within him before while he was swinging it, so now you can do that. I call upon the wrath of the storm. All right. He does a dexterity save, and the dexterity save is an eight, so he fails. So you roll the 2d8 damage, lightning damage. Six. Two. Suck it. <laughs> Moy, it is your turn. Inflict wounds. All right. Give me the spell attack. Six plus six. Twelve. He dodges your touch again. Swirly. So I'm behind him still? You are. I would like to uh, jump and hit him with my warhammer. All right. Give me the attack. That is a 14. That's a hit. 13. The warhammer slams into the back of him, denting his armor. Hell yeah, big and take that. Woo, that's what I'm talking about. Lanny, your turn. All right, I'm going to stand up. Okay. I'm going to pull out the arcana spell from my pocket and be like, oh man, I guess, go guys, look out. And I'm going to use it. <laughs> oh man, here we go. I'm going to turn the fire and I'm going to blow it up on you. <laughs> ah, shit. What'd you do, Lanny? Each creature in a 20 foot radius. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> You just killed me. You must make it a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> so everybody give me dexterity saving throws. Including yourself, Lanny. <laughs> 13. 18. 8. Lanny, as you're casting the spell, it launches you back and a large fireball emits from your hands, exploding on top of the warden and taking Swirly and Moe completely by surprise. Roll 8d6 worth of flame damage for me. I've only got 10 hit points left. One, three is four. One is five. Five is 10. Six is 16. Oh gosh. One is 17. And four is 21. 21 fire damage to all three of you. Three of you being the two of you and the warden myself. So after Lanny is the warden, after the smoke clears, you see the warden still standing, but very hurt. And he looks around at him, at, looks around to see that Swirly is 
standing. Still standing. And Moy is not. Is not standing. And in his anger, he takes his war hammer and tries to uh, swing at you, Swirly. Does a 22 hit? <laughs> uh, is that against my AC? Yes. Um, yes, a 22 hit. For 19 damage? Yep. <laughs> Larry, you're our only hope. Uh, so, Swirly, you fall unconscious? Yeah. As the Warhammer just hits you square in the chest and knocks you back. And Moy, <laughs> you're also unconscious, I'm assuming. I'm burning on the ground. <laughs> you charred the guards, but then you charred yourself. <laughs> I didn't char myself. <laughs> Old Rocket IQ over here charred us all. Lady, it's your turn. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you've done this, Warden. Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> you see your buddies unconscious. They're not listening to you. <laughs> I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere. <laughs> <laughs> on on him, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. All right. He has to make a dexterity save against Flaming Sphere. And that's a six. So 2d6 fire damage. Four, two. That's enough. Yay! The flaming sphere appears right in his occupied space, blowing him back and making him fall unconscious. Guys, I did it! Guys? And as the warden lay dead at your feet, you hear a large explosion in the distance. You look into the mountain range, and a large mountain to the north has smoke and debris exploding off the side of the mountain. Large rocks and boulders fly towards the city and pound into the buildings as if this was some sort of siege. And during the chaos, you try to recover your friends, but it's to no avail. They have they now lay dead. So you begin to run through the streets trying to escape. You notice gray ash as a large shadow begins to fill the area. The pieces of gray ash begin to grow larger, it appears, and darker, almost obsidian-like. You then see a black bubble starting to protrude from where the explosion occurred on the side of that mountain, and it seems to be expanding quickly. It gets bigger and bigger, moving faster and faster, and before you know it, the darkness envelops you. The year is now one. Warm it up. If I go crazy. Yes, I am crazy because I am an awesome dwarf man.